Hey guys, it's Pastor Q, and on this week's episode, it's not what you say, it's what they hear. Hey everybody, welcome to X with Q, a 10-minute podcast to help you lead healthy from ministry to the marketplace. (laughs) My name is Brad, and as always, I'm here with Pastor Mark Q. Hey, hey, guys. All right, Pastor Q, every leader is a communicator. It's just a matter of whether or not we communicate well. What do you feel like are the keys to successful communication in the 21st century? Oh, man. I I just think that we tend to think communication is one way. Hey, I'm going to figure out what I'm going to say, and this is how I'm going to say it, and then I'm done. There you go. I communicated. When reality is communication is a two-way street. It's what you say, and then it's what people hear. And I would argue it doesn't matter what you say. What did they hear? Right. I think that's key is going, what did they hear? when I, I believe I said what I wanted to say correctly and clearly. But the bottom line is they may not hear that. Right. So it matters what they hear. Communication, two-way street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John Maxwell talks about the concept of everybody talks, but not everybody Good communicates. Job. Yeah. Great book he has. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly right. So so three of the points that I think kind of anchor your communication and that you're just really brilliant at is this idea of clear, concise, complete. So let's take today's episode and just kind of hit those three bullet points, clear, right. concise, complete. Let's talk about clear. What makes communication fuzzy or get lost in translation? Sometimes? Yeah, I think it, I think the translation or it gets whatever message we're trying to communicate gets lost because the person trying to transfer a point doesn't actually realize who they're talking to. You can't talk to everybody the same way. You know, I don't talk to somebody who's 25 the same way I talk to somebody, especially if I'm leading them. I'm trying to transfer something. I'm trying to transfer emotion, knowledge, know-how, whatever. I have to know how it's going to fall on them. Mm. So what I do is I try to be very, very clear on what I'm trying to say with the fewest amount of words possible, no matter what, because everything gets fuzzy. So from the clarity standpoint, uh, I just, what's your subject and what do you want them to do? I always break it down. What's Mm. the subject and what do I want you to do? Meaning I could just want you to listen. I could want you to paint the wall. I could want you to go around the corner and do something. (laughs) uh, Who is it? What do we... And what do I want you to do? Yeah, one of the things I think that uh, of just making things clear is the concept of eliminating assumptions. It's easy to make assumptions about your audience. And yeah. so can you talk about how do you eliminate assumptions in your communication and make sure that you're not just that you're stating your positions and your message right. clearly? Right. I'm always asking questions. So if I'm talking to somebody, I'm leading especially, I'm going, Hey, so you understand the values, right? And I'll wait. For verbal signals, I'll wait for for body language. I'll wait because if if right. I'm assuming that they know the the values and and the why behind what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. then what I'm going to say is not going to take root. So I'm always asking questions. I'm always going, hey, so I want to talk about today the procedure we're going to do on Thursday, and you know the values for Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll wait. I'll wait to either look, like I said, look at body language or hear something back. And so I'm always asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And so the second one is concise and good dictionary definition. Thank you, Webster, for this. (laughs) Concise, giving a lot of information clearly and in a few words, brief, but comprehensive. Let's talk about this. Why do you feel like leaders 
tend towards complexity in their communication? And then what's involved in the hard work of making things concise, right. brief? Right, right, right. I think some leaders like to hear themselves talk. <laughs> <laughs> I just think some leaders really like to hear I think themselves talk. a lot talk. of us do. Are you sure? We yeah. have a podcast. Yeah, yeah, we have, exactly. <laughs> Apparently, there's two people that want to hear us talk, <laughs> me and you. <laughs> I don't even know if my wife listens. Anyway, so my, my I just think we we think and we put value often in the, in the amount of our words and not the effectiveness of our words mm-hmm. when in reality we're just wanting to be effective right so the the idea the idea is you don't have to have an abundance of words to make a point mm-hmm. or to get someone uh, if you're leading someone from point A to point B don't fall into this trap that I have to speak a lot of words number one and then the hard work of being concise is uh, people, especially with people that I talk to or lead, I think they think it comes off the cuff like when I'm talking. What people don't realize is I've already written out a lot of times in my meetings, prior to my meeting, what I want to say, and I eliminate the fluff. Mm. I just eliminate the fluff. Uh, Someone once taught me that what happens with our thoughts is they're detangled through our fingers. And so what happens is I write it down and what I realize is, okay, when I'm hearing it back to myself or I'm reading it, I'm like, that actually isn't as clear as I thought. Yeah. And so I take out all the other, the stories that I've read. Is that, that a I've painful process? Oh, like it's horrible because you realize how wordy you are. You realize actually, I think the other thing too is it's very painful because we forget people have a retention level mm. and you don't know where they are in their day. If it's a meeting at the end of the day and you're trying to lead them or show them or teach them something, their retention level, we don't have a finite amount of retention. Mm. So I try to tend to have my heavier meetings in the morning, the ones that are the most important, because we're a little bit more fresh. Right. You, you catch a big meeting at the end of the day, man, people, it's not because they don't <laughs> love you. It's not because they don't want to be on the team. It's, a lot of it's because I, I can't retain it. Sure. So that's that's why the concise, not yeah. only is clarity so important, but the concise issue mm. is huge. Yeah, so how do you make sure that you don't lose the essence of your message when you're doing that elimination and you're simplifying it to not not do it too much in the work of making it concise, not losing the actual essence, like what you want to get across? Uh you have to remember that words create pictures. Words always create pictures. So when I'm looking at what I'm writing down or what when I'm going to communicate, I try to imagine what's the picture this person has in their mind. And so without certain words, you can't, you know, the and therefore, and this is because those words, they don't create pictures. <laughs> right. But, you know, when I say I want you to take this team to Orlando and I want you to do something with them, all of a sudden I want you to be on, try to be early. Those things create pictures. Mm-hmm. So I'm always looking and making sure my words of what I'm going to say are creating a picture of what I want to see happen. Mm. You know, is it possible to over communicate? I don't, I think it's, I think it's possible to over communicate with words that aren't making a difference. I don't think you can over-communicate values. Mm. I think the more you assume about an organization's values and that everybody knows them, the higher the probability of miscommunication. Mm. So I think you can over-communicate with like fluffy stuff and continual stories about the same thing. Come up with the best story, one story, Mm. that emulates what you're trying to transfer or lead people to or the picture you want to paint. That's that. I think that's in that way we can over-communicate. Yeah, so the third point, complete communication 
when you think about just the the whole picture, the whole message, whether you know you're speaking to a large group, whether it's in a meeting, yeah. when you hear the word complete communication, what is what is a message that gets all the way across that's completely buttoned up, yeah. ready to go? It's complete. Yeah, I, and that's one of the hard out of the three: clear, concise, and complete. Complete's probably the roughest because you feel great as a communicator <laughs> or a leader because you have you you've purged yourself of what you want to say. Right. But uh, here's one simple way you ask this. So tell me what you heard. Mm. So you ask the people you're talking to. So tell me what you heard. Mm. And when they repeat it back to you, is it what you wanted to transfer or communicate? How do you do that in a larger audience that can't answer that question? I, I, okay. I'll tell you this. I actually ask it still. Does everybody, does everybody understand what I'm saying when I say we're, we're going to paint the wall blue today? Is everybody have their assignments? Does anybody, so watch what I'm also doing. I'm raising accountability. Does, is anybody unclear about their role? Is anybody unclear about the next action steps, which are keys to ending a meeting, right? So I'm always asking that question. If it's a larger crowd, you have to have a mechanism to measure that. Mm. Because again, two-way street communication, not what you say, it's also what they hear. Mm. And if they don't hear what you have said, you're not going to reach the goal. And if you do... It's not going to be the way you want. That's where the miscommunication is. So on the complete side, yeah. it is absolutely always making sure that they heard what you said. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> it, Effective communication, it, clear, concise, complete. And you're done. All right. You're done. You're done. If you've done it. those three things and no one wants to do what you want to do, find a new job. <laughs> Any final thoughts, Pastor Q? Listen, always remember, it's not what you say, it's what they hear. Healthy leadership considers both. Thank you so much, Pastor Q. Thanks. Thanks for listening to X with Q. For more leadership content, hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with a friend. See you next time.